Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the opportunity to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save with 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcaster, home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike LaPree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 132 of Screwball, and we have finally reached the end of the season uh, with the 2022 World Series between the Astros and the Phillies. Uh, We missed last week due to, uh, I was on vacation, plus the fact that the World Series... We would have had nothing to talk about because the World Series didn't end we until had about two games to talk about. Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to talk about. So uh, we missed last week, but we are back this week to recap the World Series in its entirety instead of getting it choppy. So we had a six-game World Series. The Astros won. Jeremy Pena was your World Series MVP. Uh, pretty, <clears throat> yeah, uh, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, he won. A, I think he broke a bunch of records or for first rookie shortstop to do this, that, and the other thing. Hard-fought series by both teams. Uh, the Astros looked unbeatable at certain points. The Phillies looked unbeatable at certain points. I mean, they came out first game at Philly. They won 7 nothing, and it wasn't even close. And the Astros come back and throw no-hitter. <laughs> so, um, really good World Series, I thought. Um, I thought the, fel- the Phillies fell a little flat. I thought the Astros played their style of ball all postseason. I thought it was they were just tough to beat. Pitching was very good on their side. You know, Phillies, the Magic ran out just a little too soon. Just two games too soon, really. They just need to find two more wins. But no, you know, no, I, I wouldn't uh, hang my head if I'm a Phillies uh, fan because it was a magical run. I know it obviously sucks to not get over the mountain, but the fact that you, you kind of had a really, you have a good team. And this is a team that you and I had talked about all season, had the potential to do this. Oh, well, we had it in the preseason mm-hmm. prediction. I said, this is a team that has a chance to go relatively deep. I didn't pick them because of the strength of that, that division, but I said, this is a team that can do it. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, the fact that they got here shows the strength of that roster. They had a pretty good bullpen. Strong. Yeah, exactly. You know, they had hot hitters. They had timely hitting. You know, the, the starting core just with Nola and Wheeler right back-to-back is, is tough to beat in the postseason. Ranger Suarez down the stretch. Ranger Suarez was, was tough as nails. Noah Syndergaard put in good starts. Uh, you know, the team was just tough, and – uh like like I had said, you know, Frank and I were kind of big dark horse supporters of them uh, as as far as, like, don't – I wouldn't just take them lightly. Uh, even if, if, you know, the NL East, they had the Braves and the Mets are 100-win teams. You know, coming into the postseason, a lot of people had them winning at all, either team. Yeah, who was the Phillies? Uh, they had come in and play the Cardinals. And, and if it wasn't for a bad decision, where are the Cardinals? Yeah, that's true. You know, like I said, uh, you know, it's never – it's not good to lose the World Series because you get that far, you want to win it. But as a Philly, for me, on the outside looking in at the Phillies, I thought it was a great run, and I think that you have a future to look forward to. It's not like this was it and this is the window's closing. No, this is just I think opening. this is, that's right. they're willing to put the money in, and they know that we got to win. Yeah. And we got to show that we are, we are the NL East. Yeah, Exactly. So. They they could sit right up with the big dogs of of the Braves and the Mets. Yeah. I, um. I, I, so you I, know, I thought it was a good run by them. Yeah, I think the World Series was it was a well played World Series. It was baseball compared to the AL side there, the championship side. I thought it was good baseball. Um, underdog, you know, favorite. 
like big time favorite, big time underdog, but good baseball. You know, Pena MVP. I don't know, hit the snot out of the ball. Um, he got hot at the right time. Yordan put on a show there. And that leads me to my points here. Yordan crushed that ball. Tails Hill, no Tails Hill. That ball's way out of here. Robbie Thompson didn't make many mistakes mm. from the second he took over that job. But the Zach Wheeler mistake there, pulling him out, I think, was was a problem. Now, yeah. I heard Zach Wheeler dead arm, and they didn't want to overpitch him because he was dealing with some arm issues. So I completely get that. I do get that. But I think you, as we said with the Yankees, with Garrett Cole and then Boone, you live and die by your, by your ace. If yeah. my ace can't get me out of that, I lose. But that's why I pay him. To bring in Jose Alvarado there, sure, lefty-lefty, I get it. Alvarez is a better average hitter, apparently, against lefties. If you look up his stats. Well, you've seen the Mariners tried the lefty-lefty approach yeah, against him. I just, I think I'm paying my ace to get out of that jam. I think that was one of the few mistakes Thompson made all year. Yeah, I agree. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, mm-hmm. you, you bring a lefty-lefty, you bring in a guy, you know. I, I knew that matchup was the second I seen your Don coming up. And I said, well, if he throws a fastball, this thing's out of here. Yeah. Crush the first one foul. Like a missile foul through two off-speed pitches to another fastball bang missed the spot but nine, it was 9900 miles per hour and it was absolutely just mammoth out the center field it wasn't right. even hit the ball I was like alright this series is over Yeah. and for the Phillies the bats stopped which is kind of what you were kind of afraid of the bats were hot and cold bats and they just kind of stopped there a couple too many home runs right in, in game three yeah, you saved some of them right in game four they came out ice cold um, which kind of leads me to all my points here Astros didn't play enough playoff games to run themselves cold. I mean, think about it. A hot streak. A hot streak lasts 10, 15 games. Some of the real good ones last 20 games. How many games of the playoffs did they play? What, 13? They played two in the, or three in the divisional series. They went 7-0 and up to the World Series. So they played seven, and then they played six. That's 13 games. Yeah. It's part of a hot streak. It's literally part of a hot streak. Yep. Which you can say, oh, well, how many teams, you, know, you don't play many more games. Well, Mariners win one of them games. The Yankees win one or two of them games. It's a little bit different. A little bit, you know, you put more innings on the arms. You, you know, it's not a hot streak at that point. You know, they were 8-1, they were 9-1. and one. Mm. What the hell's going on here? Right. This guy's unbeatable. They got to play a couple more games. I think the Mariners would have beat a game. The Yankees would have took two games. That helps the Phillies. Being able to, because then look, Phillies, the Phillies would have swept. The Phillies yeah. would have won, you know, I mean, they almost did, essentially. But they would have won one less game. They had played the wild card series, too. Mm-hmm. Think about it. They came two games short. They don't play that wild card series. They win the World Series. Yeah, that's true. The Astros just didn't play enough games to cool off. And that's part of being the number one seed and, and, and taking care of business when where it needs to be taken care of. Bat stopped. We've seen a no-hitter. It's a combined no-hitter. It is what it is. I'm not a fan of those. Dusty Baker finally gets his World Series. Does this put him as one of the greatest managers of all time now? Yes. By simply getting a World Series puts mm-hmm. him as one of the greatest of all time. I agree. And the inventor of the high five. Oh, my God. So, Stop. But that's besides the point. <clears throat> my biggest thing here, though, is that the World Series was fine. Good baseball. Good for Philly. They had people on the, on the roof of the stadium watching the game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely chaotic. Yeah. Astros, they, they won a World Series. This is AKA their first one. non-cheating, as yeah. now we'll see when things come out, right? Yeah. It always comes out later, but non-cheating so far. Good for them. Good for a lot of the Masters guys and, and fans and things like that. But 
my two things here. What is absolute, the absolute inability for anybody to hit a curveball? Oh, the Astros, they pitched great, they pitched great. No one hit a curveball in the whole postseason. Now, these curveballs, they're all good curveball pitchers, and they're good curveballs. Yeah, but no one hit one. We don't see curveballs in baseball anymore, right? This is the sliders. Verlander has one. Right. Lance McCullers has one. Brandon Valdez has one. And look what happened. Yeah. Wainwright has one. He pitched great. Maybe the old kind of loopy curveball is the key, which is, I'm surprised, because I don't know, if you grew up playing baseball, everyone had a curveball. Yeah, it was fastball, curveball. No one had a start. slider and changeup and all the other crap. <clears throat> so you kind of grew up hitting a curveball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking, I know it's different, but to be shut down by one pitch on every player, to be shut down by curveballs, is kind of mystifying. Yeah. And in most cases, I think if you don't swing the bat against those curveballs, you literally are going to walk all the time. And I get that. You can say that about all these pitches, sliders too, but I, it just seems that the curveball, to be locked down like that curveball was, for the, the whole Astros curveball, curveball, you know, for all their pitchers. I mean, that's just, I found that hard to believe. Yeah, I agree. I really found that hard to believe. So, are we in an age where curveballs need to make a comeback because no one's hitting them? Mm-hmm. I think so at this point after watching that playoff run. And, uh, you know, the last thing I kind of hide here is what's next. For these two teams, you know, we're not going to not going to get into this because this is part of our upcoming upcoming uh, you know shows and stuff. Mm. <clears throat> but um, you know, what's next here? The Astros have some questions from free agents. Mm. Verlander, what are you doing, right? You know, we got to start paying some of these guys, right? Kyle Tucker and Bregman and things like that. Mm-hmm. Pena's, you know, coming up uh, catching position. It's... Well, no, that really didn't give you. I mean, playoffs need to give you whatever it is, but. Pitching-wise, you got to kind of figure that out. I think the bullpen for the Astros is going to kind of... I don't think that a lot of them are on long deals. Right. But my biggest thing with the Michael Brantley is a free agent, even though you didn't have him, but just a leader. Trey Mancini, I believe, is a free agent. Mm. Yuli Gurriel is a free agent. So you have some, you know, missing pieces, some aging pieces as well. Altuve really didn't do much in the playoffs. He's getting older. Does Dusty Baker even come back? I don't think he has a contract. I don't know where he's at. I don't think he has a contract for the Astros. I really don't. I'm not sure. And if he does, I think it's one year left. Yeah, it's not long if it is. Does he come back? Oldest manager in baseball. Finally got his World Series. Why come back? Mm. Why step on the field again? Why not go out with the World Series that you've been managing for 30 years, 28 years? Something like that. All the heartbreaks, the the, the Bartman incidents, the Giants-Angels up two games. Up three to one, I believe. The the Reds collapse, right? The the infield fly, I believe, with the Nationals against the Cardinals. The Strasburg incident, right? I think that was Dusty as the manager there, wasn't it? I think Dusty came in after that, actually. Yeah, because I know... Um, but they were up in that series Davey, Davey the Johnson was there for a while. Yeah, I think he came in after that. But he was up in the Cardinals, too, the next year. Or the year he came in with Harper won MVP. All the heartbreaks. The Astros last year. The yeah. Astros the year before. Do you even step on the field again? So that's a big question because that was big to the Astros. Dusty Baker was able to just carry over just one big step over the, the dirty puddle there and just carried his team to, to winning, which we said when he first hired him, that's the guy. That mm-hmm. was the perfect guy. Him or Showalter were the perfect men to fix this problem. Yeah. If, I, if I'm Dusty Baker and World Series hangover and stuff, do you even step back on the field? 
Because next year, you know, as a channel, it's team probably not going to be the same because of the World Series and things like that. So, and then I retire after that. It's like, eh, mm-hmm. just retire now. All right. I love Dusty Baker. But do you step back on the field? That's a big, big, big question for the Astros and Houston. Yeah. I, I don't I know. I didn't really think about it. But that's a big, do you, I mean, you know, Peyton Manning idea, right? Just walk away. I won. I'm out of here. Mm. Yeah. I, you can't go anywhere but retire on top, you know? And he's the oldest manager. He's 76, I believe. I don't know if he's that old. I'm pretty sure he's 76, 74, maybe. Might be 74. He's up in the, he's, up, he's, he's about mid 70s, I believe. So that's a big question for the Astros. Uh, on the Phillies side, um, you're okay. Get some free agents and things, and, and but you're willing to spend. Hard division. A better start to the year, though. Yeah. So I think the Phillies, it's tough to get back. But I think Philadelphia's okay. They just got to be willing to to put some more money up and uh, play their style of baseball, which they think after Girardi and Thompson came in and the players had their players on the meeting, they, they kind of looked at each other and said, this is what I do. And this is what I'm going to do. Right. And just play my style of baseball. Castellanos has to have a better year. Real Muto has to have a better first half. Harper stays healthy. Sorber has to have a little bit better average. Your pitching's still going to be there. I mean, what did you, you know, somebody young, Bryson Stott had a good back half of the year. Mm-hmm. Or down the stretch. Hoskins, so they're okay. They're okay. They got some moves to make. I don't think this is the last word of the Phillies. No. But I'm not going to say that they're going to be perennial, keep getting there. No. But they have the potential to keep getting there. So as a Phillies fan, this one hurts. But it shows you that this team could do whatever they want to do for as long as they want to do it, as hot as they got there and fought through a lot of stuff. So they can just kind of avoid the manager firing and the bad start and the injuries that are a superstar and kind of just be not in the headlines, the bad headlines. Where does this team go? Up? You'd like to think. The division, I don't think, is going to get much better than it was. Two 101-win teams. Yeah. Nationals ain't getting no better. Marlins will slowly get better. They'll be better next year, I think. Mets, I don't think they get better at this point. 101 wins, it's hard to get better. Yeah, hard to beat that. Braves, they can easily be better. But 101 wins is, is tough. At, at worst, they both teams show up to be the same. Right. And you knew you could compete there. So, True. Uh, Phillies, I, you know, I think they're okay. I think, the, I think the Astros, again, have more questions to answer. Mm-hmm. Dusty, Verlander, you know, Guriel, Mancini, you know, guys like that. Today, I think they have more questions and a World Series hangover, while the Phillies are going to be kind of hungry, and I think they feel like they have a better shot of, hey, maybe we can hang around here for a while. Yeah. And we're the bad boys at the end, at least. So, I, uh... that's kind of where I'm at here, <clears throat> wrapping up this World Series this season. It was a really weird, great season for baseball, and I'm very happy Dusty Baker got a World Series. Obviously, I struggle with our Astros here. Didn't mind Altuve after the thing. You know, that really hurt. I was an Altuve fan going into that, you know. Mm. Um, Jordan Alvarez, absolutely love. So, good. He got his. Bregman, I'm not a big fan of his. Brantley, happy. He keeps, you know, continues his thing. But Dusty Baker was a big, and the, and the loyal Astro fans mm. to deal with that, to get through that. So, good for them. And Philly just, they'll be okay, I think. I yeah. think they'll be okay. I think the city of Philly is getting some winning teams. Yeah, they sure are. Sixers have been competitive last couple of years after that monstrosity. 
Eagles are, we know where they're at right now. 8-0. I don't know, the Flyers are probably the last team. But yeah. I think they're young. I think they'll be okay eventually here in the next couple of years. Even that soccer team was in the championship, if you're a soccer fan. So, yeah. um, the city turned to winning again. Yeah. Which always helps everything. Mm. So, I, I think Philly will be okay. They should keep their heads high and know that they kind of went a long ways this year where they shouldn't have after all they dealt with. Absolutely. So. Um, yeah, they had a good year. Uh, Phillies, you know, I don't want to retread all the ground you just kind of just talked about. But, by the way, Dusty Baker, 73. And the Astros already engaged in talks to keep him. Because <laughs> he's not, he's not, a, he's, I'm not on the I believe so, yeah. I couldn't find it this quick. But uh, they're already in talks to extend his contract. They want to keep him. Uh, which I, I think for him, um, I don't know for him personally, for the Astros, I well, Astros, you got it. If you don't sign him, I mean, what are you, what are you going to bring AJ Hinge back? Yeah, right, right. Um, but from Dusty Baker, from a personal, you know, professional standpoint, you know, what, where he's feeling, um, you don't have to, you can just walk uh, and no. be like, you know what? I've, you never had to come back to this in the beginning with. No, but that world series ring as a manager, mm. as well as a player, not being on his you know, well, he has gloves on when he watched, but his hands, mm. <laughs> not being in that dugout with that manager, Jiro Ring, boy, that, that that hurts. Yeah. Look at Showalter. Chasing. Oh, yeah. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts. And when you're that good at your job and you just can't win for Bartman and, and, and blowing a 3-1 lead and, and pop-ups and Cueto dropping the ball on the mound and just everything. You just can't win. You have MVPs. It's like, what is the problem? Yeah. You know, I slapped high five once and created that and, <laughs> and now I can't win a World Series. Like, yeah, you can get I, all the way there. I just need to win that, and I could—I won't see me no more. Yeah. And I really think Dusty at this point really should just be like, you know what? Call it a call I, it a career. I've been to baseball, everything I could have been. Yeah. He just—he almost like feels like Don Zimmer. Yeah. He's just been there and done every little <clears throat> bit of baseball. It's like a lifetime baseball. Like he played everything. with Hank Aaron. Yeah. Like Don Zimmer. Then we, you know, he met. Babe Ruth and met these guys when he was a kid. Like, he was baseball, yeah. right? Remember when they all talked about the stories when he passed away? Yeah. Dusty's the same. He played with Hank Aaron, you know? He he, he went through the, the Braves and the Dodgers and slapping I-5s and, and World Series and getting hit by pitch a million times and fighting yeah. people and just getting that... Just been everywhere. Yeah. Managing everything. Been Bartman, the 3-1 series in the World Series. He's been in history of baseball. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you turn. Yep. And now he's finally put the, the cherry on the top just... Wrapper up, Dusty. Yeah. 73, 74, going to be, <clears throat> go broadcast a little bit and enjoy. Yeah. And I, get, I, that, get that, get that Hall of Fame jacket. I agree. I think, um, I think he doesn't have anything left to prove. He got over the mountain that he couldn't just never uh, eclipse. This was one of his best shots. This Astros team played fantastic. For him. Um, yeah. Which kind of tells you, maybe, not that they don't always play for, but it was public all year that it was for Dusty. Yeah. That kind of, no, maybe he kind of... Sprinkled out the idea that this was going to kind of be it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But he brought this Astro team back from the cheating scandal, which I think is an underappreciated thing on his part because I know everyone likes to hate on the Astros. I, I certainly do. Um, But to bring them back from that and to reach this World Series, after the year after you lose Carlos Correa yeah. and you bring in Jeremy Pena, rookie shortstop, who won you the championship series MVP and the World Series MVP. It- is is amazing. It's unbelievable. I think they had one lefty in their bullpen all year. I think you're right. Yeah. That's it, unbelievable in, in itself. Aging ace 
off of Tommy John. Mance McCullough is coming off an injury, missed half a year. Yep. I mean, they had also close, you know, little, real quick before I get into this next point. Trey Mancini deal with his thing to win the World Series after being with Baltimore and, and his cancer thing was unbelievable. Yeah. That was also just a great story. Big mm-hmm. big play in game five there, falling on the ball there. So yeah. Essentially, the ball found him. He just, I mean, I don't know how he fell to that. But <laughs> but the Astros, Dusty Baker, I mean, there's not many people that's ever stepped in the field of baseball that garnered, gathered, and just took and demanded respect like Dusty Baker. I agree. So he had all that and he stepped in that 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 team, and and he like I almost felt like he punched the idea of people talking about that cheating team right out the window when he stepped. He's like, we're not listening to this crap, and then have people. And it wasn't many people. Don't get me wrong, but people root for them. Yeah. And then when he won the World Series, I mean, people they were like, yes, good. Yeah. That's hard to believe. It was three years ago. You had the Black Sox scandal essentially. Yep. I mean, we still we still can't root for Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or Sosa McGuire. For steroids. Yeah. And we just kind of let that go because Dusty Baker garners that respect and deserves that respect and demanded it. And he got it. Yeah. And that's, I, 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 the idea that they could put a statue for Dusty Baker for Houston, I wouldn't be surprised. He literally yeah. brought them from de- the dead. Yeah. I think that's an underappreciated uh, fact of the Astros this year was that he brought them back to this point. You know, if you bring in anyone. Immediately. Yeah, it didn't take 10 years or whatever, you know. It was like he took the team that they had, but granted already a good team, and brought them back from the dead. And and uh, I don't think, you know, that's an X factor you can't quantify with, you know, whatever advanced stats you want to use, advanced sabermetrics. Yeah. And, and and did the possibly the COVID year not having fans, did that help? It definitely did. I'm sure it did. Not getting quite the immediate beatdown. Yeah. But they he he really did a number here. This was his greatest masterpiece and I think this was his greatest baseball achievement was this World Series team running this team and winning that World Series of manager I think is his greatest baseball achievement I don't know if there's one better no the only thing he's got some good moments as a player yeah the only thing that he did that's more impressive is he he gave the world the high five Um, (laughs) him and Glenn Burke I don't think you could October 2nd 1977 incredible I don't think you could eclipse that he gave the world the high five (laughs) on the moon but never high fived no, still incredible. Us, yeah, he gave us that. Yeah, incredible. It's incredible. It stuck his hand up, so I just slapped it. That's the actual quote. So, um, just go look it up if you haven't already. Yeah, it's, impo- it's, inc- it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's impossible. It's just, it's it's. I don't know. I don't we're know just being pranked. I don't know how we're doing that. Yeah, he's probably he probably high five Ray Shock and that's all hell. No, us, no. So. But uh, that's kind of where I that's kind of where I stood though. That's kind of where I stood with this. Um, yeah. I mean, I kind of wanted to wrap it up with those with those kind of question marks and what we're going to look at, but got to love Dusty and um, toothpicks. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, the um, toothpicks and the gloves. Yeah. yeah huh? He just, um, he was, uh, he felt like he was he was very important to baseball here in these last couple of years, more than I think people will ever realize. Not quite the McGuire with the steroids, and we kind of needed them home runs to kind of save baseball there, or maybe Ruth after the Black Sox scandal. But pretty close. An underdog there, a dark horse there. Yeah. The respect that he that he brought back to baseball and the Astros was is, is something that I think won't be quantified until many years down the road. Now that kind of that that scandal kind of got swept under. I think, and I think Dusty had a big, big part in that. And I like to thank him for that. Yeah. 
and he's well deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, legendary future Hall of Fame uh, manager, if not already. <clears throat> Finally gets his World Series, so good for him. Astros played great ball. Can't really say enough good things about their play. Anytime you made a mistake on field, they capitalized on it. Any big moment, they made it. Um, you when, know, when they had to respond, they responded. Yep. Torbert hits a home run game six, <clears throat> and Jordan immediately hits a home run. And that yeah. thing too. It's like, well, there it goes. Yeah, it was like no messing around with the team. Um, great defense. Uh, they just played fundamental ball. Uh, the starting pitching was tremendous out of them. They threw a no-hitter combined. Uh, I know Again. it's not quite like a – yeah, with the same starter and closer. Most of, that, most of the relievers. Though. Yeah. You know, the relief core was incredible. Brian Abreu and Ryan Presley, I don't think, gave up a hit more or less. So just an incredible performance by them. Phillies have nothing to be ashamed about. I think they're still on the come up. I think this isn't the last you'll see of them. And just an overall good series. I'm glad it went six. I'm glad it wasn't just a clean sweep and out of here. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy for Dusty Baker. I'm happy for Trey Mancini, Jordan Alvarez, and all these guys in the Astros team. And, uh, yeah, I don't really have much else without kind of, again, retreading what you already said. I don't want to keep just going around in circles about it. But no. um, congrats to the Astros. Congrats to the Phillies. They want a pennant, which is, an, uh, you know, something that a lot of teams can't say. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And, 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 and I, I know we're going to keep going in circles and circles, but to win a pennant this year out of the NL East was, was, had to be sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Braves, oh, they won a World Series and all oh, the Mets. Oh, the Mets are the best team ever assembled. And then the Phillies are falling apart. They fired a manager. Ah, laughing stock, right? Bang. Mike Tyson uppercut and done. There we are. We won the pennant. Yep. Get, get to, out of nowhere. Yeah, get, get guys somewhere else. And the Dodgers, oh, they're the best team ever. Just go somewhere else. Yeah. The Padres, all these moves, and, and uh, you know, the Cardinals just kind of legacy there, right? And just get out of here. Incredible. Just kind of that hard-nosed, tough Philly mindset. Yeah. That was it. That that team resembled that, man. That had something. Philly is going to be here for a while. They got to keep that mindset. They got to mm-hmm. keep that. We're Philly. We're Philly. You're Philly. We're, the, we're Philly together kind of mountain base with the, with the, with the fan base. And I think they can really, they can, they can continue to have success. Yeah. And keep the core that they have and just add to it. Don't try to, I don't think mess with the, uh, don't shuffle a lot. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, put in a couple, uh, twig, fix the bullpen, a couple twigs. Yeah. Instead of sticks. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I agree. So, um, but yeah, that's, I, I mean, I don't really have much else. Just, um, great series. Good for both teams. Astros played very well and they deserve it. Yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, that's 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 all I had. And the last thing I got here is a trivia question. Obviously, regarding the World Series, uh, Jeremy Pena became the ninth player to win both an AL an, an LCS and World Series MVP in the same year. He's only the second rookie to ever do it. Who was the first rookie to win an LCS and World Series MVP in the same year? The answer: a 1997 Levon Hernandez won both MVPs. Uh, with a, a great pitching, pitching stats there. Yeah. The last actual, the last player to do it before Pena of any time doesn't have to be a rookie. Was in 2020. Corey Seager did it, and the first player to ever do it was 1979. Willie Stargell. The first rookie, which was the trivia question, Pena became the second. Who was the first rookie? 1997. Levon Hernandez with the Florida Marlins. Yeah. I, uh, not only did I not know that he had won it 
the, that year, the, the World Series MVP, but I forgot he was a rookie even that season. But, yeah, um, you know, 97 Marlins, that historic year. I thought it was Edgar Renteria. Because uh, I believe he was a rookie that year, correct? I, I wasn't – I don't think I was far off with that. Um, if he wasn't a rookie, he was like a second year. It was the awfully 97 close. The 97 team, they, they beat the, the unbelievable then Cleveland Indians. Mm. Unbelievable team yeah. they had. And, and, and the Mar- who the Marlins? <clears throat> yeah. Coming up, there was a bunch of rookies. They, don't, what, they got $5 to their name and, and they don't even have a stadium and come in and just beat a powerhouse. Yeah, and did it at 03 again with a different set of – Rookies and, and, the same and nobodies. With the idea that beat a powerhouse. Yeah, they beat the Yankees in 03 with a team that kind of was just kind of up and coming. Miguel yeah. Cabrera. Kind of put his... the finishing touches on that dynasty for the Yankees. Yeah, that, that loss. Not that yeah. it was quite the same team, but kind of put the, the final touches on, like, all right, that's windows kind of closed. Yeah. But yeah, that's where we're at. Um, that's baseball. Right? Yeah. That's the season. That's 2022. We'll come back with some awards in the coming weeks and season recap and off-season lookout and a bunch of stuff here. That's our, that's our yeah. plan here. And, and the lockout gave us one thing, by the way. What's that? Prolong, prolong the season about a week or so. So we have one less week to worry to get the pitchers and catchers. Well, at least there's that. So shorten that up a little bit. A little less space between baseball. Yeah. So... Good. We'll take it. We'll take that. So the lockout did help us with that a little bit. And no lockout going into this offseason where we can have finally baseball. Baseball talk. No COVID. No cheating. No lockouts. We'll have Manfred changing the rules. But it's pretty much just baseball in the offseason. No mm. unbelievable headlines that just cause a, just a ruckus. Yeah. So we should be – that'll be fun for the first time since what? We were in college? Oh, God. Yeah, it feels like. Yeah. Believable. I know. Just can't just be like, hey, we're over here in the off season. It's always like, look at us fucking everything up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, great season. Um, we'll get more into it in the coming weeks, and we'll have more to talk about. But for now, uh, you know, World Series was fun. The whole playoffs as a whole were fun. Really some ups and downs and, and surprises. The Phillies were the big surprise. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, we'll get into more in the coming weeks, so I don't want to give too much away. But great season. I feel good about the 2022 season. And I feel like there was a lot to like, you know, as far as milestones, Judge and Poolhouse, you know, stuff like that. It, I think it's a memorable season. Dusty Baker getting his World Series. I feel pretty good about the season as a whole. So yeah, yeah, had, had it definitely had its uh, surprises. It sure did. Yeah, just the Phillies alone was enough for me. Yeah, you know, uh, Mariners making the playoffs for the first time in 21 years. You know, is outstanding for them. And the history that the, the league. Seen this year, and we'll go into that when, yeah. when we had a recap there. But right. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Again, six games of a World Series is 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 a, is a good series. Yeah, only came one short of getting the most games you can, so uh, I will take that. But I mean, unless you have anything else, that's kind of all we got for the 2022 season. We'll come back with a recap and off-season outlook and awards and all kinds of crap coming. So uh, for now, that's all I got to wrap up the 2022 season for at least this episode. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts, well as Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel, as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Mike Lepre. You can follow me on Instagram, at Mike Lepre. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter, at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook, at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.